Welcome to another episode of Mike's Money Picks. Today, we are going to be doing our second running back podcast. Uh, The first one, which was running backs that are on my buy list for the 2022 season, is available on the feed. It was uploaded last night. This one, part two, is, you guessed it, running backs that are on the sell list. We will define that here in just a little bit, but if you want my full rankings for running back or any other position in fantasy football, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. If you are a fantasy golf enthusiast, later on in the week, we will be previewing the FedEx St. Jude Invitational, so make sure you're on the lookout for that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and start talking running backs. Everything in fantasy football is subjective according to value. And in the buy list episode, we highlighted some running backs that I would be absolutely willing to take at or before their current ADPs. This episode is the opposite. It is the sell list. This is not a do not draft list. This is a do not draft at their current ADP list. I hope that makes sense. Bottom line is these guys I feel like are being drafted way too high in drafts and I would not draft them at their ADP for a multitude of reasons. So without further ado, let's go ahead and kick this list off with a guy that is being drafted in the first round on most sites. The first running back to crack the sell list for 2022 is Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook currently has an ADP of 8, and he is the 6th running back being taken off the board. Last season, Dalvin Cook finished as running back 16, and he scored 14 or fewer points in 6 games last season. Kind of alarming numbers for a guy that is being taken at RB6. The main concern with Dalvin Cook is always his health. Dalvin Cook has never played more than 14 games in a season. He played 13 last season. And in the last four years, he has had a very wide range of outcomes. He has played anywhere from 12 to 14 games, and he has finished anywhere from running back two all the way down to running back 30. This wide range of outcomes is not something that I am signing up with my first round pick. To make this even more of a wide range of outcomes, he has a new offensive head coach in Kevin O'Connell who's coming from the Rams. Uh, With the exception of Todd Gurley, the Rams never really had a true bell cow workhorse running back, whatever metaphor you want to use. So they're more used to using a committee, and they're definitely a very aerial offense. They're going to be passing the ball more in Minnesota than they have in years past. So for all this, I just can't get behind taking Dalvin Cook with my first round pick, in my opinion. Um, I think there's a lot of red flags. Now, if you do want to take Dalvin Cook, in my opinion, it is an absolute must that you take his handcuff, Alexander Madison, later on in your draft. And call me crazy, I don't like my first round pick making me be required to take a guy later on in a draft. Uh, Alexander Madison has filled in for Dalvin Cook as the starter in five games in the last two seasons, and in those five games, he has averaged about 14.5 points. Uh, So basically, if you want to guarantee that you are getting full Dalvin Cook production for 17 games, you have to draft two players. And like I said, in my first-round pick, that's just not something I can get behind, so that is why Dalvin Cook finds his way to the sell list. I would be more than happy to take Dalvin Cook with a later second round pick, maybe an early third round pick. But as we discussed on the buy list episode, we like drafting guys at their floor, not their ceiling. Every player is going to have a possible range of outcomes in fantasy football. For Dalvin Cook, I think his ADP of eight is much closer to his ceiling than his floor. 
So for that reason, Dalvin Cook makes the sell list. The second running back on the sell list is Antonio Gibson of the Washington Commanders. He currently has an ADP of 37 and is the 19th running back being taken off the board. Last season was a very good season for Antonio Gibson. He finished as the 10th ranked running back in fantasy in PPR scoring. However, when you take a deeper dive and look at the numbers, that finish was not a result of his effectiveness or his efficiency. It was a result of his big workload. He finished fourth among all running backs in carries, and he finished 16th among all running backs in targets. So while we do not think of Antonio Gibson as a true workhorse running back like a Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara or an Ezekiel Elliott, he was still getting that amount of touches last season. This was a guy who was getting the ball in his hands a lot. And with that, he finished about where you would expect somebody with that type of workload. Now, what plays against him this season is I don't expect him to get that same amount of workload. J.D. McKissick, who is the third down specialist running back in Washington, missed six games last season. Washington also drafted running back Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama. So what we have now is a completely unknown situation between Gibson, McKissick, and Robinson where we simply don't know how the carries or the targets are going to shape out. Uh, I would strongly anticipate that Gibson does not finish this season fourth in attempts and 16th in targets. And so for that reason, at, at running back 19, I'm staying away from Antonio Gibson. If he falls further down in drafts, then yes, I would absolutely be want to take a flyer on him, but I think that running back 19 is a lot closer to his ceiling than to his floor. I don't see him getting the same workload, and so I don't see him getting the same finish that he had last season. And for that reason, Antonio Gibson is the second running back on the sell list. The third running back on the sell list for 2022 is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of the Kansas City Chiefs. He currently has an ADP of 58, and he is the 25th running back being taken off the board. If you listen to the buy list, I gave a lot of praise to Ronald Jones II, who is now Clyde's backfield mate in Kansas City. I really just don't think that Clyde is a very effective, efficient player. Last season, he was RB30 in terms of points per game. I think that is more appropriate to where he should be drafted, not RB25. Uh, I think it's also important to note, last season, he had gallbladder surgery before the season, and I don't know why this is just being made public this offseason. It's like everybody's looking for excuses to make for Clyde, but he was down to like 190 pounds or something like that after his gallbladder surgery, and so because of the lack of weight, it just kind of didn't really lend itself to having a good season. He was very easily tackled, didn't break a whole lot of tackles, but I think if you look at Clyde's two years in the league so far, I just think that he's not an efficient player. I think the Chiefs are looking for ways to you know, kind of phase him out. I think they're a little disappointed with what they've gotten so far. Even in 2020, his rookie season, which was a much better fantasy season for Clyde, he was still not very efficient with a large opportunity in front of him. This Chiefs offense is an elite offense. Being the starting running back for this offense is like a fantasy goldmine. And I just don't think that he's handled that opportunity as well as others could have. I also think that there's rumors of rookie Sky Moore being used in the backfield and kind of getting him the football in creative ways. I just see that eating into Clyde's workload a little bit more. And I think that if you watch the Kansas City Chiefs playoff games, I think that it showed the lack of trust that they have in him to be a workhorse and take a lot of carries. You know, if you watch the second half of the Bills game and the second half of the Bengals game, they did not run the football a whole lot, even when the, you know, 
both of the teams were backing up in coverage. They were, you know, definitely lightening up the box, inviting the Chiefs to run, and they still didn't. That just shows to me that with drafting Sky Moore, a guy who can do it all, in signing Ronald Jones the second, it just looks like the Chiefs are trying to phase Clyde out a little bit. And so for that reason, I'm absolutely out on him at RB25, which is where he's currently being drafted. We've got three more running backs on the sell list, but let's take a quick break before we hop back into the action. If you would like to see my full rankings heading into the 2022 fantasy football season, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. All of the rankings are available on there for free, and there is a plethora of premium articles that are designed to give you more stats and numbers to help you win your fantasy league this season. So check out the rankings, check out the articles, and if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, please rate and subscribe. Now let's get back to the action. The next running back on the sell list is Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles. Miles currently has an ADP of 68, and he is the 28th running back being taken off the board. Y'all, honestly, it is a red flag when a player in the NFL is openly saying in interviews not to draft him in fantasy football. Last season, Miles Sanders was running back 30, which is about where he's being drafted as is. Last year, he also had a weird year where he scored zero touchdowns. A starting running back in the NFL who played most of the season as a starting running back in the NFL scored zero touchdowns. In Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts is their most effective red zone rusher. So while I think it would be reasonable to expect Miles Sanders to score more than zero touchdowns this season, he's still not going to be the primary rusher when they're in the red zone. It's going to be Jalen Hurts. I also think that Kenneth Gainwell in Philadelphia, you know, he was a rookie last season. He's obviously making progress. I think he's a much more effective pass catcher than Miles Sanders. So just to me, we're seeing a guy who is losing red zone work to his quarterback, is losing pass catching work to uh, you know his backup. I just think that that's not a great situation. Not a guy I want to draft as my starter in a fantasy football league. If you know he falls down the board to running back thirty five, you know I might be interested, but he's seeing two of the most lucrative areas of fantasy football being taken away from him by two other guys. And I just think that's a red flag heading into next season. I'm all out on Miles Sanders this season. Next up is Cordero Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. His current ADP is 76 and he's being drafted as the 30th running back off the board. Now, Cordero, Very interesting story last season. Very good feel-good story. Definitely happy for him to see his career get rejuvenated in the way it did. He is likely a guy that might have saved your fantasy season last season. In the first 10 games last season, he finished as running back six, and he averaged 18 points per game. However... If he saved your season in the beginning, he might have killed you in the postseason because in his final six games, he only averaged 8.1 fantasy points per game. He saw only 2.8 targets per game in those six games. I am just not a believer that we're going to see the same production that we saw from the first half of Cordero Patterson ever again. I think that the final six games are much more indicative of what you're going to see this season. Last season was Cordero's first season ever in the league with over 100 touches. Now, obviously, he played receiver for most of that, but there were seasons in Minnesota where he touched the ball a lot. 100 touches is a lot of times getting tackled, and we got to see if he has the body that can hold up to that. Now, also, 
I don't think he's necessarily going to see the same workload this season. The Falcons drafted rookie Tyler Allgaier out of BYU. I think that's going to take some carries away from him. And they also drafted Drake London out of USC to play receiver. And I think that's going to take some targets away from him. I also think the Falcons offense is going to be slightly less effective than it was last season. They're going to score less points because they're either going to have Marcus Mariota or Desmond Ritter at quarterback as opposed to Matt Ryan. So I just think there's a confluence of things that are all playing against Cordero Patterson this year. And as much as I like the story, as much as I I like the guy. I just think that the last half of last season, those last six games where he only scored eight per game, that's more likely than not the outcome you're going to get out of Cordero this year. And I simply cannot draft him with faith in him to be one of my fantasy starters week in and week out. And for that reason, he finds himself here on the sell list for 2022. The last running back to find their way on the sell list in 2022 is Devin Singletary of the Buffalo Bills. He has a current ADP of 80, and he is the 31st running back being taken off the board. I just can't get behind drafting Singletary where he's at. I just don't think that there's a whole lot of upside in drafting Devin Singletary this season. Last season, he had a very inconsistent workload. Near the end of last season, he started catching on a little bit, but before, there were people making jokes on Twitter calling him single carry because that was how inconsistently the Bills were using him. Uh, I just think that he's going to find himself in a committee again this season, and I just can't trust him. I just don't see there being a whole lot of upside or a path to him being a top 10 running back. Last season, he was 32nd among all running backs in fantasy points per game. And heading into this season, he is definitely going to lose targets to the rookie James Cook that the Bills drafted out of Georgia. James Cook was a very effective runner and receiver at Georgia, and I see him eating into Devin Singletary's workload, which was already very inconsistent. And so I just don't see there being a whole lot of upside. I don't really see a whole lot of paths for Devin Singletary to be your starter in fantasy football this season. Now, obviously, could he end up going off because the Bills offense is explosive and he's going to have opportunities in the red zone? Yes. If you're drafting Singletary, you're banking on the Bills offense lifting him up. I just don't see it, though. I think he's going to lose his workload. I don't think that workload was all that much to begin with, so I'm all out on Devin Singletary. There you have it. That is the running backs I am selling for 2022. Now, like I said earlier, this is not a do not draft list. This is a I'm not drafting them where everybody else is drafting them list. So if you're thinking, well, dang, Dalvin Cook was on the sell list. Ronald Jones II was on the buy list. I'm drafting Ronald Jones II over Dalvin Cook. No, that is not my advice. If you like specific running back questions, please consult my rankings, patreon.com slash Mike's Money Picks. We're going to be doing the buy and sell list with the receivers later on in the week, as well as a mock draft episode. But thank you for listening. Uh, Hope these insights on running backs are going to help you win your league, and I will see you next time. (music) 